You're listening to 50 Plus a Tip, the show for strippers, ethical sluts, and other open-minded whores. Hi, lovelies. Welcome back to 50 Plus a Tip. I'm your host, Danica. And I'm Riley. And we have tried this intro five times because <laughs> we are really on it today. Yeah. It's Monday. We've got the Monday blues. Is that what people say? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And that's <laughs> Although, honestly, Mondays are always my favorite day because we don't work a typical job where Mondays are my day off and I get all my errands done. Mm, but you're about to start uni again. So <sighs> it's true. <laughs> um, before we get started, guys, our usual reminders, I think we do, <laughs> is uh, rate, review, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, all that good stuff. Pretty yeah. much anywhere that Riley forced our way into. You're doing so good. Name three more. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's my whole spiel. Uh, yeah. And then check out our sponsors, X9 and Liz Lashes, Levian Lash. We will give you a bit more information about those at the end. Mm-hmm. But for now, Riley, update us on your life. Um, I just finished finals. How'd um, that go? On... Saturday. Uh, mm-hmm. It was good. I had two final projects that were both group projects and then um, one final exam on a Saturday, which was really rude and gross and should be illegal. Disgusting. Abuse. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how did that uh, group project go with the guy that was like, mm, no? <laughs> yeah. So uh, when did I last update you? I had messaged um, or I talked to the professor about it, right? And mm-hmm. so she, she kind of changed the grading scheme for us so we wouldn't be marked on his contribution mm. uh, or his writing. So we just like, it was a report, so it had an introduction, uh, methods, results, conclusion. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just gave him the introduction and then wrote from the methods, um, results, and conclusion. Didn't you say he like went into your shared Google Docs and like deleted a whole like three pages of your work or something? Yeah, it wasn't that much. It was just like what I had written for the introduction for um, the draft and then put a bunch of notes of like feedback from the professor to try and give him the best sort of helping hand I could. And then I went onto the Google Docs and like the entire thing was just like deleted. And then he put something else in. But yeah, we were working on it and we had messaged him like twice and it took him two days to get back to us that his part was even finished so that we could hand it in. Wouldn't that bar? Yeah. Hmm. I wonder how he is in his other classes. He was taking six classes, which is like not at all recommended. The f- uh, You have to get special permission, I think, to take six. Um, and the other guy in my group was straight up like, well, if you can't handle it, don't, don't take do six. It. Yeah. Know your limit, stay within it, as yeah. Lotto BC said. <laughs> Sponsored by, oh, I wish. <laughs> yeah, sponsor us, Lottery. Oh, that's crazy. Uh, well, happy for you that you're done. Congratulations. I'm Thank sure you. you killed it. Yeah. And uh, what else have you been up to? Uh, I just came back from camping for two nights, which was really nice. Nice. How was that? Was Where'd good. you go? Uh, Golden Ears. Not far away. No, it's like 45 minutes outside of Vancouver. Um, there was a lot of children, which, yeah, because school is Ugh, like, I still... would burn tires <laughs> and we out. Never mind. No, but it's nice because like the lots are reasonably private considering it's a big, um, camping plot. And then we just went down to, uh, I think it's called North beach or something, which is dog friendly. Oh, and so where we camp, there is a, 
like lake beach type thing which is not dog friendly so we drove to like the dog friendly one and then we were kind of like sitting on the beach throwing the frisbee for sloan um which is her dog yeah my (laughs) it's her boyfriend (laughs) (laughs) um but no she gets kind of possessive with her frisbees so she was kind of like not really stoked with these two bernese mountain dogs like next to us but it was fine and then all of a sudden this french guy starts walking like towards this family that has the two two bernese they do not like his vibe um and so uh they start barking at him and he goes off about how he's going to call the cops because these dogs try to attack him. And yeah, it was bonkers. This one lady came across and was like, hey, just so you know, like I've been here the whole time. Um, These dogs aren't aggressive. They're just like vocal, trying to like sort of mitigate the situation. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't know, he was going off about it. And then all of a sudden there was probably a group of like eight of these people with this French guy, they all start like childly, like childishly. There we go. Words with Riley. <laughs> um, waving to this person trying to mitigate the situation. Like, bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs> How old are these people? Like thirties. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's very, very young. Yeah. Very, very childlike. Young. I know. And me, <laughs> like, we just looked at each other and we're like, what the hell is happening? People like, are unhinged. And I would have put money on the fact that these people have been friends since high school and can have continued to be friends and no one has grown up. Yeah, it sounds like it. Mm-hmm. Why do I feel like we probably know them? <laughs> I'm <laughs> sure. We're digging for them. Oh, yes. <laughs> It was like so bizarre. It's like I truly have not seen that sort of behavior since I was like in high school and elementary. And now. <laughs> and and right now. And every night at work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about you? Um, I just honestly worked a shit ton. So mm-hmm. I have a bunch of uh, hilarious work stories. But yeah, I worked like 29 of 36 hours um, one weekend. So I just like worked and then and worked, worked again. Like 19 hours one day straight, slept for like three and a half, went back to work, worked another like whatever, 10 more hours, something like that. No, yeah. 13 more hours, whatever adds up 29. And then I went back to bed for another three and a half hours. Um, so it was a bit unhinged, but I ended up taking like four days off after that and just went and spent time with my family, mm-hmm. played a bunch of murder mystery games. We love it. And loved it. Watched a bunch of cheesy Netflix shows with them and just had like a really nice, like relaxing time with my family ate a bunch of my mom's food mm-hmm. ate all her food <laughs> um yeah and then tomorrow we head off to calgary and i'm very very excited about that mm-hmm. um need a little vacation yes so and i haven't Alberta in uh quite some time so i'm excited to uh hang out with the cowboys which is all yeah yeah save a horse <laughs> The Ooh. most city girl I know. Save a horse. Yeah, and then there's so much prep to do before you go on a trip. Yeah. So like my two days before my trip, I've been getting my hair done, nails done, perfecting my tan, mm-hmm. figuring out my packing list. It's a hard, it's a hard life. Oh yes. No, it's vacation terrible. <laughs> yeah 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 it is um yeah what about your work updates any new new exciting things you and i both know i have not worked i know i like to hear though (laughs) 
think it makes me feel better about how much I work. Uh, well, I have so many. So. Mm-hmm. Go off then. <laughs> um, like I said, I worked like 29 of those 36 hours, which is just like a, a lot, but totally worth it. And then I had a, a fantastic little um, afternoon delight with my um, my, cus- my client that sees me uh, once a week, comes to the club daytime, and we just hang out and order a steak and yeah, relax and watch the girls on stage and... Mm-hmm. and he makes out of pocket comments. Uh, yeah, yeah, um, he is not very PC. No, we love him. Though. <laughs> um, but yeah, we just had a really nice day. Uh, good money. Got me dinner and lunch. Um, took me to get my nails and my pedicure done mm-hmm. for the trip, which was nice. Lovely, lovely. And then he bought me this necklace I've been really, really wanting. Um, so yeah, we we love we loves him very spoiled. And then I had a seven a.m. golf gig. Up at uh, this really gorgeous course, and the guys were awesome, and they let me play, which is fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is where you're new. Like, oh, we should go golfing sometime. Yeah, like, like really good. Has come <laughs> from. I see. Yeah, um, I actually was pretty good. So they were like, oh shit. And then I was like, I bet they regret letting me golf. <laughs> <laughs> like showing them all up. Hundred percent. Poor masculinity. <laughs> no, they're they're awesome. And then afterwards, we went back to they extended, and we went back to one of the guys' places, and he, um. The guy that hadn't come with us golfing, he had stayed there and was like cooking. And he's like, So I made like a five course meal. I'm like, <sighs> What? And he like had made this amazing five course meal for everyone. <laughs> and it was like crazy. I had to go to my next gig, so I couldn't stay for like the last two courses. Oh. The first three courses are amazing. I was very, very impressed. Um, so I'm, I will totally get like a, uh, a house husband. <laughs> so what I've been hearing is your strenuous time working. This past couple of weeks has just been people yes. paying you to eat. <laughs> okay, go. Yes. <laughs> and? Yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah, I just want to remind you what you're missing out on. Yeah, living the dream, babes. Yeah. And then, okay. <laughs> so there were some comments at one of these things. I was like, the minute he said them, I literally stopped. I was like, so holy judgment. I got to write that down. <laughs> so one of the first one <laughs> was, <laughs> you know how we were talking about like names for boobs? Yes. yes. And he said that, and Lily was like, "Does he listen to the podcast?" Because <laughs> he was like, oh, "I just have to say it. Your chesticles are no. prime." No. <laughs> See, that is right, like at the top of my absolutely chesticles. not. <laughs> All I picture is like my nipples having little icicles hanging off them. <laughs> it's like, giving utter. Ew! Ew! Utter. Oh, that made my stomach, my stomach like the <laughs> little, <laughs> little drop there. Um, and then at that same, at that same gig, but with a different guy, uh, he was like, "I, I want to say something, but I, I don't mean it to be offensive." And I was like, "Oh, that's such a great start." <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'll write this down. And he's like, "You have the perfect <sighs> nipple to meat ratio." <laughs> When he started, I was like, to like, like the as the breast tissue instead of saying like nipple to boob, boob <laughs> or chesticle. He said nipple <laughs> to meat, and then all I could think of was that horror movie I watched Raw where the guy eats the women, and I'm like, oh, he's gonna eat my boob. Yeah, it was unhinged. I was like, all right, well. I'm going to, like, pass the term you use. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Did you correct him? Were you, like... I said, meat? And he was like, uh-huh. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> oh, we're definitely done. No, right. okay, and then done. I literally turned away from him and started writing in my phone. I was like... 
<laughs> write that one for Riley. <laughs> uh, write that for the pod. And then um, I was doing a dance for a guy. His friend bought him a dance at the club. So we go to a dance. And I, I like, I have my back to him. And, and I turn around and he's just like, <sighs> like, <laughs> passed out and i was like uh so i'm like and like obviously there's cameras so i kind of want to be like hey like not only are you fine but like you look silly on the camera <laughs> like and you're, and, the you're types. and you're offending me so i was like uh hey are, are you sleeping and he's like, <gasps> he's like no you are no you're sleeping <laughs> and i was like okay well i'm not <laughs> he's like no you it's <laughs> like okay all right and then i was like should we go back downstairs maybe and he was like no, no, like, I want, I, yeah, I mean, I, I want to finish dance. I was like, okay. And then, so I keep dancing and he's like, barely has his eyes open. He's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, we won't be <laughs> you may as well be sleeping. <laughs> so then I went back down and I like, I returned him to his friends, yeah. <laughs> like delivered him. And I was like, I think your friend should go home. Like he's falling asleep. <laughs> It was like borderline offensive, but yeah. anyways. Um so that was that was pretty funny. No, you are <laughs> actually not. Roll the tape. Um and then we I had another really good gig. It was like eleven hours and um <laughs> I can't unhear this now every time I look at someone's feet. So we were talking to one of the guys and uh my girlfriend had worked for them before, so she knew one of the guys had a foot fetish. So I was like, I was like, bring it up. I'm like, you know what? Feet fetishes are great. Because obviously you have to like preface it so people are comfortable telling you you're their fetishes, yeah, right? Yeah. So it's like, oh, you know what? Like, I love a foot fetish, blah, blah. And his friend was like, I love feet. And this other friend was like, yeah. He's like, but some people have really bad feet. And they're like, feet are throwing up gang signs. Because <laughs> the toes are just like absolutely in the other direction. Yeah, their feet are throwing up gang signs. <laughs> and he did the little gang signs with his hands to show like the feet all gnarled. <laughs> And now every time I look at feet, I hear his little voice. <laughs> and I just was like dying. I'd never heard that before. And I was like dying laughing. Oh my God. And in that same gig, one of the guys there from there from um somewhere in BC. And they are not in BC, somewhere in Canada outside of BC. And they're traveling. And uh he said a sack of milk or bag of milk. And I was like, Yes, that's a saying, right? He's like, yeah. And I was like, I say to my girlfriend Riley all the time, and she's like, I've never heard that. That's not a saying. It is a saying. He just said the words "bag of milk." No, sack of bag of milk. But he was talking about like someone's disgusting body or something, and he was like, yeah, my buddy's like a bag of milk. No, that's not how you say yeah, it. Yeah, it just means like gross and like whoa, <laughs> like like you would put milk in a bag and watch it like yeah, flop but, around. No, but so you said like it fall like that. drops like a bag of milk. Yeah, so they would just be like all over the place, like. Bleh. <laughs> That's not what this man is saying. Yeah. He was saying something weird shaped like a bag of milk. Or he wa- moves like a bag of milk, something like that. But anyways, I was like, I knew that was a saying. So it's this, not. This was his gang sign feet guy. Right. Okay. <laughs> knows, knows so that's sayings. from the mind that bought you. <laughs> yeah, from the mind that brought you gang sign feet. <laughs> we bring you bag of milk. <laughs> um, so yeah, I had a lot of laughs with them. And then um, I was doing another dance. These are all like, some of these are the same day, but a lot of these are spread out. I had a really good, good amount of laughs over the last two weeks. I was doing a dance for a guy. And I'm, I 
you know, took my panties off. So my um, (laughs) perfectly trimmed (laughs) labia labia (laughs) is uh, in front of him. And he, he, I kid you not, I can't even look at you. Like, I literally can't (laughs) even look at you when I do this. (laughs) He he leaned down. (laughs) So he was facing my labia. (laughs) And he goes in a baby voice. No, I wrote down. I wrote right down word for word what he said. Can Here, you do it in a baby voice, though? Yes, I will. <laughs> <laughs> where is it? Let me. Where is? I need it word for word. Where he said. He said, "Hello, no. <laughs> you're perfect. <laughs> I love you. I love you." <laughs> into my vagina (laughs) it was unhinged it was unhinged behavior and i literally just stood there and i was like because what do you do uh (laughs) well i picked my job (laughs) and i literally was just like in my head like one where's riley (laughs) two what is life like who let this man get away with this (laughs) then he thought this was acceptable to do to a stranger do you think he's done it to every partner he's 100 percent so I blame every partner he's had that let this happen. Do you think that he likes it when it talks back? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna stop that one right there. <laughs> I do not like where this is going. Um, but <laughs> oh, you liked that joke, didn't you? Oh, that was quite funny for you. <laughs> uh, it was unhinged. Mm-hmm. And it, the funny thing is, is he was like a good-looking younger guy. Oh no! And that's what really the threw worst. me. Was like, mm-hmm. this is like gross old man behavior <laughs> this is not and that's exactly why no one has corrected him yeah because he's doing this and they're like well it's kind of hot though <laughs> so what am i gonna do Stop. in vancouver he's a, yeah. in 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 new york and that he's a three but vancouver yeah, he's, an eight. Say, he's a 10 but he talks to <laughs> he's a 10 but <laughs> he talks to your vagina in a baby voice I can't. Okay. There's more. <laughs> I wish there wasn't. <laughs> I wish there wasn't. Um, okay. So also I was at the club and it was like during the daytime because I was with my client and we always watch what happens on stage and this performer went on stage and this guy like right away came to stage and he he's standing up like leaning up to her and he, all I hear is him say, I'm trying to solve some problems. Oh. And then she goes... <laughs> what problems are you trying to solve? And no. I couldn't hear the rest, but I'm really curious. <laughs> and I might ask her next time oh, I see her. Oh, you didn't ask? No, because I was busy with my client. I was making money. I didn't want to, this man's problems are not so my problems. But half a story. I brought you half a story. Mm-hmm. But so what do you think? That what? wasn't, <laughs> no, I didn't get finished. But what do you think his problems were? I think it was going to be something extremely offensive to dancers. Um, I know the client. I As soon as you said that, like those words, I have definitely like, I've had a man like that at my stage. Oh, and what was his problem? Um, I, I'm sure it's a line and it's an offensive it's, line. It's, it's exactly a, that. I can't remember what it was, but like this is bringing back uh, PTSD. <laughs> he was yeah. like saying sh- like, and my problem was like, I wouldn't know how to like. I Take care of you, please. You no, no. Him. Like he wouldn't know where to do it. Or like, it was just like really nasty and like. Oh, yeah. Good yeah. one. Glad I didn't listen then. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. And then story time with a client. <laughs> so my one client who I absolutely adore. He always has, like, the wildest stories. 
And he does say like a lot of out of pocket things sometimes, which like are like one of the reasons I love him. So he's telling me this story. And he, you know, he started, he goes, I remember the first girlfriend I had, you know, he's a little bit older. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, late 70s. Um, You know, I remember the first girlfriend I had. And I remember I was staring at her and I thought, wow, I just want to be surrounded. I want to be around women my whole life. He's like, women are so amazing. I just like, the minute I was just looking at everyone, it hit me. I just want women in my life. And I was like, oh, that's so sweet. Like, because he just loves female energy. He loves mm-hmm. like how like, you know, whatever, beautiful and loving and whatever they are. He carries on. Yeah, I was like, waiting for the other shoe. And then 20 years later, I had my daughters and I was at the kitchen table with my wife and the daughters and all their friends are around. And I thought, okay, <laughs> should have worded that a little differently. <laughs> When I said I want to be surrounded by women the rest of my life, I meant surrounded by hot strippers. <laughs> and I just, and I I like, and just the way he executed it, where he was like, I just looked at her and I was like, wow, women. Like, I just want to be around and surround my female energy. Yeah. And then I had my daughters <laughs> and my wife. And they're all around me in the table. And I was like, this is not what I <laughs> Not these women. <laughs> Hot, available to fuck women. <laughs> oh, it was so funny. I was dying. But those are all my stories. I just had a lot of laughs. Yeah. Uh, Without yeah. me, how do you? I know. It's probably made it better. No, just <laughs> Kidding. Well, kind of sometimes because I can bring the stories to you. A lot of the time we're together for them. Okay, stop looking. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Moving on. Random musing. So as everyone knows, I love you up. I'll look past my instant with Jared. That's fine. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> sorry, every time I think of that podcast, I think of your friend who got blocked. <laughs> Don't bring that up. She listens to our podcast. Oh no, you're gonna make her cry. I do too, though, because I follow, <laughs> I follow the person that blocked her from the podcast. Yeah. And then every time I see the story, I'm like, should I send it to her so she knows how her life's doing? No, no I think, she wouldn't be able to see it. No, I she's think blocked. <laughs> I think she got unblocked. I think she like really she, pushed she had to weasel. reach out to someone else. To get yeah, them. no, you know what? And I appreciate her dedication. The world hasn't beaten that out of her yet. <laughs> but um, shout out to you, love you. <laughs> but please stop scaring podcasters. <laughs> oh, yeah, but also I don't want them to. She's associated with me <laughs> in case they block me. Um, okay. so on you up. Um. So uh, they had a listener send in a question or whatever in a scenario. And uh, a guy saw that after a month of a breakup, his ex was selling his stuff on Poshmark. And the thing is, is it petty or not? So do you think that's petty to sell your ex's thing after a month of breaking up on Poshmark? Or if you're don't use Poshmark, like whatever, Facebook, whatever, marketplace, whatever. And um, what is the timeline for returning your ex's things? Or what's, like, the protocol for that? I feel like it would really depend on how the breakup went down. And fuck that, you, fuck you, fuck your mom, fuck, and, fuck your dog. And that answer in itself makes me think that, yes, it's pity. <laughs> really? Yeah. I Okay. Let's um, do less open-ended questions for okay. you. Yeah, um, I really... Okay scenarios okay um if you okay if you left your stuff at your ex's house yeah and you guys didn't end well yeah would i do think you, it's pity would you message them about getting your stuff back or not would you just fucking leave it depends what it was but well, it was like your favorite hoodie i would probably try and get it back really yeah uh favorite mug 
Yeah. No. All right. I'll leave it there then. Because uh, <laughs> it is so hard to find a good hoodie. It's really hard to find. A, the mug I left was like hand painted. My girlfriend got it for me. <laughs> like it was very special. Did you message and try and get it back? No, fuck him. <laughs> okay. Well, see, it's different. I was breaking. Uh, <laughs> unless he was listening and that happened. Edit that out. <laughs> yeah, edit that one out. I'm just joking. <laughs> No, don't leave it on. <laughs> if I do it, edit it out. If I don't, you can leave it in. Um, <laughs> no, I... Um, uh, no, I, I wouldn't. Unless it was like someone else's thing I need to get back. Mine, I'd just go buy something else. But I do love hoodies. But Ooh. wouldn't you be pissed off if you saw someone selling it on like Facebook Marketplace? Yeah, I would set them up. <laughs> I would arrange to see them it up. <laughs> and then I would handle it. <laughs> Surprise! It's me, bitch. <laughs> uh, give this to me and your life. <laughs> um, uh, but I am, I am petty. Um, okay, no. What's the timeline for getting your stuff back? So if you Three had their months. things and they hadn't reached out to you yet for them, at what point are you like, okay, I'm going to sell it. I'm going to make some money off this stuff. Or would you just never sell it? Would you always throw it out? I'd probably just throw it. Again, depending on what it was. Like, Yeah, I think... It seems like a lot of energy to sell. I don't even sell yeah. my own shit online. I just throw my own shit out. So, um, well, that's not true. We donate them. Yes, I donate you. Yourself. Do. <laughs> you do it for me. I have you my throw it out to me. And I donate them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, if it was like something worth money, and I knew it was worth money, um, and it seemed like a waste to just throw it out, then I would or donate it. But yeah, it seems like a lot of work to like set up a. I mean, I don't really know how Poshmark works. It's probably pretty easy, but I just feel like after a month, like that's so. Like, unless they did you dirty and then, yeah, go off. But, like, just do it a civil exchange of stuff. Like, have I? I don't think any of me and my exes have given each other their stuff back. I still have a hoodie and a hat from a guy that I was seeing. Oh, I have all my, like, I have so mm-hmm. many outfits. From, like, <laughs> so many hoodies and, like, my pajama shirts are all exes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no. I, yeah, like things like that, like no, like, but I probably also wouldn't be bothered selling them. Like if it was something valuable that I is worth selling at that point, just like, and, unless I've done you dirty, like just give it back. Like, yeah, it's more so if they didn't ask for it back after a month, yeah. like, I don't know. I they haven't like, asked for it back after a month. What are you doing? I would say like three months is like the. In this economy, yeah. in these small apartments, you're going to yeah. keep things for three months. Um, I think, one, I just probably would never ask for my shit back from an ex um, unless it was, like, a special thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, something that meant something to me. The mug that you didn't ask the for The mug that I did not ask for. <laughs> but he's a clown, so. Um, and I would probably, I guess, hold on to something of value for a month. And if they never asked for it, I wouldn't go out of my way to ask them if they wanted it back. Because I feel mm-hmm. like that's just a way for people to try to get it back in with talking to you. Right. So I wouldn't ask if they wanted it back. But if they didn't get back to me about it, I'd either offer it to someone else, most likely, um, or just donate it. Yeah. I'd probably give it to a friend or something if it was like a, a nice something that I wouldn't want. But yeah, I don't think it's petty. If you've given them, I think a month is enough time. They didn't want it. Like, do it's yours now. <laughs> Yeah. Unless it's my stuff, then that's fine. <laughs> back to me. Um, okay. Moving on to cringe messages. We had some great ones sent in. I pulled one here. It's a little longer, so I'm going to read it to you. This is what the message they received. 
I really do admire how you put yourself out there. You are so bold and beautiful, showing so much of your, in brackets, incredible body and your life, making vulnerability appear powerful. I can't imagine the misguided hate and gross men you must have to consistently deal with, but you're still crushing it and being true to you. You have helped inspire me to be more bold in my own life. I recently came to the realization that I am wired to be polyamorous, or at least I have to see where that path takes me. I'm tired of being what I think people want me to be and be a more authentic version of myself. A tenet of Buddhism is that expectations are the root cause of suffering. So I am done putting expectations on romantic relationships. I love going down on women. I (laughs) I want to make them feel safe, heard, and cherished. But we don't need to mingle our finances. I recently had an encounter with a person I first met at my bachelor party years ago, and it was everything I hoped it would be. All we did was snuggle, and I haven't felt so good in years. My ex-wife and I got tattoos of a lock and key instead of exchanging rings, so I have a key on my left arm. I'm going to get a volvular keyhole tattoo around that key for every woman I pleasure for the rest of my life. What? Depending how successful I am and how long I live, it could turn into a whole sleeve. Or I could end up a unicorn, whatever. I'm excited to find out. I told my mother about it all recently, and she was very supportive. She just wants me to be happy, and I feel a great relief being able to be upfront about my desires and boundaries. It's led to some very open and honest conversations. Apparently, I need to read The Ethical Slut. Can you pause for a second? Can you go back to the key part? Did you say vulvula? Like a picture of a vagina? I think so. And the opening is a keyhole. I just read this for the first time. I like I try not to read stuff people said it so I can read and react. Yeah. And I'm feeling a little nauseous. <laughs> it could also be the very tight course. I like that half that message was like half nice and then half a bit left field. Yeah. Yeah, the part that you gasped at is also where I was a little taken aback. Yeah. I love going down. Oh, okay. Oh, lifted. <laughs> Whoa. I just um, like, don't understand why men choose to ruin moments by being like overtly sexual. I, like, I don't know if I ever told you about this. Is like I was dancing for a guy who is a climate change specialist. And um, we were just kind of chatting about it. I was like, oh, well, you must get into some like pretty interesting like discussions about climate change. Like it's, you know, something that people have very polarizing ideas about. And I was like, oh, yeah. So like, how long do you think we have? And he's like 15 years. And we're just like having like a kind of a chat about like what he knows about climate change. And all of a sudden he's like, oh, man, I'd just like to lick your pussy. Ooh. And I was like. Why do you have to ruin this? Like, we're having a nice conversation. We're like, and it's just, yeah. And then you just go and say something like absolutely vulgar and like, just that's not welcome and not the vibe. And yeah, I was Ugh. just like, Ugh. I'm trying to think of like what the equivalent would be the other way around. It would be like, no, if guys like, would love it. No, the, what, the, what the equivalent would be. So it's like a guy and girl, uh, let's say for the sake of argument, it's um, a heterosexual couple and they're like, having great sex and the woman just stops and then it's like so I'm having a hard time with my dad lately (laughs) (laughs) like and the guy would be like what the fuck yeah like like like, I I have whiplash it's unreal and also then I just think like have you listened to a word we've been talking about the whole time you're just like the pussy the pussy the pussy the pussy (laughs) 100% that's all it goes through so I'll go through there. Anyway, so our lovely listener responded to this 
I was going to say gentleman, but let's not. Um, <laughs> this guy's messages and she goes, I haven't read that book myself, but I have many friends who have it and it gets great reviews. In my relationship book reading phase, I went down the path of attachment and psychology and infidelity and trauma books and never made it to that one. I'm happy you are figuring out what works best for you and how to be your best self and how to be your happiest. Heart emoji, heart emoji, heart emoji. And then she messaged me and then said, also cringe is my way too polite fear of conflict response lol i need, ended up telling him afterwards i wasn't okay with the messages and then he apologized and i felt it went well and then he kept going oh <laughs> with no like, a dead face <laughs> like the skull uh, <sighs> like that could have been a nice message of like hey like you're like you and however you live your life has like opened me up to how i live mine I love it, pussy. <laughs> and I'm in it. So many of it. Vulvas tattooed they, on my arm. All the women the I pleasure. <laughs> all the women I pleasure. I really hope she runs into him in like 30 years and he just has one. <laughs> None. She goes, how'd that go? Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're just, yeah, I love it. But um, imagine if you were like about to sleep with a guy and you saw his arm tattoo and it was like a vagina key. Vulva. Uh, Vulgular. Sorry. <laughs> um, well, I'm going to tell you right now. With a libya. I would not be in that situation with him because the minute a man talks anything like this, I'd be like, no. Yeah. I can already I can already picture this man. <laughs> I can see him. <laughs> and I'm good. How many tattoos does he have? Yeah. And yeah none. Just the key. <laughs> Just the key waiting. Waiting for the hole. <laughs> Ew. Ew. Um, okay. <laughs> Moving on. Um, we asked how to screen clients and this is a topic that comes up a lot i have a um subgroup for women in the industry locally that talk about you know um clients that should be blacklisted or um advice amongst each other just like a a safe place for us to talk um and and keep each other safe and the topic came up about um screening clients so someone suggested uh lift 360 it's a tracking app it tracks your exact location, and you can send an SOS through it to your friends and also to the local police. I think it's Life 360. Probably, yeah. That makes more sense, yeah. <laughs> it's sort of lift here, but you're probably right. <laughs> Life 360 does make more sense. And then, it, yeah, so it shows your location to your friends, and it um, can send an SOS to them. It can contact local police. It has those safety features built into the app. Uh, we also talked about... Um, what you can ex- what you can ask for some green flags, and they said um, green flags is when they're sending information easily and quickly. Also, if they're not blurring out details on their ID, um, an online ID and deposit I ask for, or a work email that um, and LinkedIn. Plus, green flags on top of that are proper introduction, what they're looking for, and a little bit about them. Um, another one here is taking self-defense classes, learning how to disarm people with weapons. There is another one here. There's a work sex work safety plan group. There's meetings, Zoom, and they come all across Canada. It's called BCCEC. Um, big meetings with sex workers whom are around Canada and sometimes the states and they talk about unionizing human rights, safe environments, the, the law, rights, human rights, etc. And um, yeah, the, apparently there's a safe work sex plan. 
That's a good idea. Another one said they provide, they get a provider reference, always ask for their ad and then reach out personally versus having them send you an email or a number. Get their LinkedIn profile. Uh, social media accounts must be public and in use. Ask for a photo ID. Um, find a provider reference. And LinkedIn, another person said. Um, advertising on review boards is helpful. Um, Perb, which is a BC one. Um, Merb, which is a Montreal one. Turb, which is a Toronto one. Uh, S, uh, CAF is Alberta-wide, and P411 is global. So those are all review boards right. um, for sex workers. And then um, we also opened up to our listeners as well, mm-hmm. and we pulled some of those main ones there as well. Yeah, so one person says no app numbers, like no burner numbers, mm. um, and deposit by e-transfer. So for those uh, who aren't Canadian, when you send money via e-transfer and accept it, it'll come up with the person's legal name usually. Um, and then online is a red flag when they ask for your location before the conversation. Another one here says full name, birthday, phone number, and then run them through white pages. Mm. Uh, and then another person says green flag. They've read the full profile details where I post my weekly availability by day and have booking instructions, lists of services, and additional extras, and then my rates. If if they can't look past my pictures, videos, they will, sorry. If they can't look past my pictures, videos, they're likely not a client who will book. Red flags, anyone messaging, hi, available, oh, uh, you okay, get in the bin. So yeah, I, I guess, yeah, this person was saying like, if you're going through the profile and you're only looking at pictures and they're messaging, that's a red flag. Yeah, like if they're looking at what they offer. And yeah, <clears throat> exactly. Um, yeah, good, good. All good. Um, good ones getting um, the ID not blurred out, yeah. LinkedIn, an active social media, um, a proper work email, all those things yeah. are great ways to stay safe. Using apps that notify people where you are. Um, Always telling a friend. Yeah. Or at least uh, somebody. I know that like not everybody is out in their work as a sex worker, but if you have another sex worker friend who you can tell where you're going, where you're expected to be heard from, you know, mm-hmm. when you're expected to be heard from, rather, um, is all, you know, good. Yeah, perfect. And then we had um, this last week's poll is veteran strippers, what advice would you give to baby strippers? So the ones that pull position app where I, I got the idea from, they had they posted their six top ones here and responses and it says if you need to drink or do drugs to do anything that you sh- then you shouldn't be doing it max out a roth ira every year and work out specifically to strengthen your knees oh do- <laughs> do i feel not- that one <laughs> yeah. do not settle or give in for the money the right respectful clients will come don't rush it don't spend your more than five minutes at any table if you're not sensing money the opinions of men family friends don't pay your bills do not sit with a stressful customer for any amount amount of money. More will come. And then we opened up to our own listeners as mm-hmm. well. And we had some really good responses. So we're going to pull some of those too. Don't let customers waste your time. You are in control. Time is money. Know your boundaries and don't be afraid to stand up for your own personal boundaries. And it's okay to discover new boundaries and or change them. Stay humble. Karma is most absolutely real in this industry. Save your money and invest in your future. Travel around. Learn dancers' etiquettes. Nothing worse than a baby dancer with no common common decency. 
Remember, baby stripper money does not last. Boundaries for mental health and longevity. Talk less, observe more. Don't expect everyone to be super nice to you right away. Trust is earned over time. Respect the girls who've been around. Stay out of the front row. Watch your ego. Learn how to read body language and facial cues for selling dances. Respect the vets. We have loads of knowledge to share. The amount of money you earn does not equal self-worth. Always learn, also learn basic investing. The first year is always the hardest in cam work especially. Once you build a clientele, things start to flow. Not all money is good money. Wash your hands after every set and exfoliate after work to prevent acne from stage and customers. Don't give a man money you made off of sex work. Never, ever. If something makes you uncomfortable, listen to your gut and don't be afraid to say no. Be assertive. Prioritize your health, immune system, sleep, and your knees. Them knees. Them knees. (laughs) Uh, Don't quit when the money starts to dry up. Slow seasons and burnout are real. There is money to be made, but always upsell and ask for tips. Get your worth. And then this one just says, don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Get out of it. We're already oversaturated. (laughs) Give yourself time for you and your body to heal. Learn boundaries, not just with customers, with agencies and clubs. Know that these bitches can't touch you outside of the club. Don't let them get to you inside it. Make sure you keep up with your bookkeeping and file your taxes. You'll thank yourself later. Don't let it get in your head. The club can become your whole world. Stay grounded. Put 15% of your tips away every night. I'd say 25, but let's get real. Keep your receipts and get a bookkeeper. Shut up, listen, learn. (laughs) No one cares about your $500 nails. Save that money for self-care and recovery. Don't share or compare your earnings with others. It's not a competition. Mm. Have strong boundaries. Tell customers where he can and can't touch you before you start. Set a schedule like it's a real job. And don't tell customers where you live or anything personal. Mm. Last one here. Veterans are longer than two years. Am I a legend? (laughs) Okay, fair. So the original one I wrote was, in your opinion, uh, the original one I had asked said, you know, Mm -hmm. veterans or been in the industry for two plus years. But then I got this message from a girlfriend of mine who's been in the industry um, not quite as long as me, I don't think, but she's been up there getting old. And, <laughs> and uh, that's a very fair question. So I had a follow-up question that said, in your opinion, how long does someone need to be in the industry before they are considered a veteran or earn the title? So the options were three plus years, five plus years, seven plus years, and 10 plus years. The winner was five plus years with 43%, then seven plus years with 27%, 10% with 10, 10 years with 15%, and three years with 15%. What do you think? What's your, what slot are you in there? Three, five, seven, ten. 10. I think probably around seven. Yeah, I think, yes. Usually I did say eight, but yeah. <clears throat> seven plus years as a veteran. Um, yeah, I agree. And then next week's poll is going to be, um, someone had wrote in, and I love this when they write in and give us ideas for the poll, because yeah, my work you. done. <laughs> and they said, I have an idea for the podcast, top most annoying things men regularly ask in the club. And then she gave us, um, she said, I'll start with these gems. What's your real name? What's your ethnicity? And what else do you do? Yeah. So just to prompt your guys' brain, think of all those annoying, all that annoying shit you hear all the time. I'll post that on the Instagram page at... 50 plus a tip pod and you guys can write in all the 
top annoying things you get um, to listen to at work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I made a whole strip of bingo about those ones. <laughs> yeah, you did. It's good. <laughs> um, so we have a listener email here. It's a little long, but she kind of wanted our opinion on the situation. Well, let me get comfy cozy then. Yeah, yeah settle in. <laughs> so her question was, when a dancer you don't know or work with often or perhaps don't like cuts in on the stage and that is problematic with a money split, how do you handle it? For example, a DJ asked me to close out the club. Last stage set, random girl climbs up as I begin. I look at the DJ and he comes to tell me she was begging to close out. Stage said it was fine. We make money. When it's nearly over, she takes the biggest spender and goes for a dance. She also takes a bucket of money and has the DJ for safekeeping. I go to the DJ and tell him, please don't have me work with her in the future as she is problematic. In the locker room, she chose to count out the money her way. I know her to be a bit of a scammer, well, big time, and very cockroachy. So I ask her to separate it into two even piles instead of stacks of 150. And then we will split, double check, and be on our ways. She begins insulting me, calling me an idiot, claiming she would never be dishonest about our money. I have watched her do just that. She's talking about the laws of traction. I tell her it shouldn't be a problem for both dancers to feel comfortable, safe, and good about the money split. She continues on to claim she has counted in my favor, so already her story is changing, mm-hmm. and doubles down on her innocence and honesty. At this point, she could have separated the money three times over. She's wasting both of our time. I get silent because I'm from the hood, and I'll break her eye socket. <laughs> my question is, to be more precise, when a dancer cut is on a show and then is pro- also problematic and dishonest, when a dancer cuts into a show... And it's also problematic and dishonest about the money split. How are other dancers handling it? I let God handle it because if I handle it, I'm going to jail. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, we definitely, I mean, we don't really have situations like that where you can just like go up on stage. But I'm trying to think of like what I would do in a situation where like a girl came into I don't know, a private party show or maybe a section or a room or something. Um, yeah, to be honest, I would probably double check, like at least ra- like pick random piles to double check. Um, and if she's gonna like have a problem with it, like I don't know, get uh, get management in maybe if it's someone that I trust, um, just so that they like if she's being shady, someone else can see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I one I just I don't know. I'm most people know that I'm like one honest and two like I'm really good with money like I'm good at counting I'm good at math so most times when I do shows with people they'll just be like can you grab the money and, and give me what I'm owed <laughs> like most people trust me um and then I go above me on and I, I'll, I'll even count out my share and their share in front of them mm-hmm. and, I'll, and then I'll say or I'll have them saying this should be this amount um do you want your counters with me at the same time like yeah. um just for so there's no discrepancy even even a possibility of it um also because mistakes do get made you know it's money sticks together especially our plastic money can stick together whatever yeah. um but what would you do if you were in this situation <laughs> also go to jail <laughs> uh probably meet this girl in jail uh no i i'm so blunt i'd be like actually like sorry what's the issue with me counting it out for us mm-hmm. and then she's like well there's no issue i'll be like okay you can think i don't think you're honest but like let's just get this done and we won't work together again it's totally fine yeah. But uh, I'm counting it, so. 
fight me for a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I'm very blunt though. I'd be like, oh, sorry, w- walk me through what the fucking issue is. Yeah. As soon as you say it, people are like, uh, uh, and they just like look fucking stupid. And you're like, okay, cool. So let's stop wasting time. Yeah. I want to go the fuck home. Cause especially because like it's the end of the night. Yeah. And also like places like that usually have money counters. Yeah. I mean, money counters kind of fuck up too. But um, I know, but like run a stack that she's already counted and yeah. assumingly already has it like yeah. nice. And, and I flat. would count it somewhere where there's cameras, so like yeah. in the change room where there's cameras. And so you can't see them like, you know, whatever the shit, shit they might do. Especially yeah. if they have a reputation for it. Um, what does cockroachy mean? I don't know, but I, I get the vibe. <laughs> I, like, I like, I like it. I'll use it. I don't All know. Right. Usually, or usually, like there's a house mom as well. Like, but I would absolutely have somebody see how, like, have eyes on her. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. No, one hundred percent. So we actually have time today to do another quiz. <laughs> All right, so this quiz is kind of on brand with what is popular right now. It's everyone is a combination of a Barbie doll and a Bratz doll. How is you, here's your rare combo. <laughs> so I'm not familiar with Bratz dolls. I didn't like that was, I think, after my time. Did you ever play Bratz dolls? Yeah. Yeah. Their whole feet, feet came off to like change the shoes. They're like the whole snap fudge. off. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I remember Barbies, but I also didn't really play with Barbies either, mm-hmm. to be honest. Oh, I did. You, yeah, you play by Barbie vibes. For yeah, sure. I played by myself in my room with my toys all the time. Nothing's changed that hasn't. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, no it much has changed. Um, all right. So the first question is: Choose a breakfast: French toast, avocado toast, oatmeal, or pancakes? Uh, avocado toast. Uh, oatmeal. I've never once seen you eat oatmeal. Really? Yeah. Oh, I grew up eating all the time. Mm. I still eat at my parents' house all the time. Uh, choose something. I also don't, don't really eat breakfast on my own. Yeah, that's true. Uh, choose something for lunch. Power greens and grains bowl, pasta, garlic bread, grilled cheese, or club sandwich? Power greens and grains bowl. Club sandwich. Mm. I love a good sandwich. I do love a club. And for dinner, salmon. <sighs> <laughs> How do you say this? Uh, I don't know. Bibimbap. Bibimbap. <laughs> the best is I know people are listening in their car, just yelling at their at their windshield, <laughs> being like, "You idiot." B i b i m b a p. Oh, yeah, it's like a bowl, like a. It looks. Good, I think it's though. um some kind of what is that Lebanese? I want to say like yeah, no, I think it's like a. It's some kind of like um Asian cuisine, but I can't remember Vietnamese maybe. Um, it's a Korean dish. Oh, Korean. Okay. Um, and it's kind of like a dumbbell, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, that sounds delicious, actually. Your other options for dinner are pepperoni pizza or spaghetti. Hmm. I have to go with this one that I can't say. Hmm. I'm going to go with. (sighs) Oh, I do love salmon, though. I know. Um, I'm going to go with this. Yeah, your little bowl. Bibimbap. Bibimbap. All right. How about a dessert? Caramel cookie, a brownie, a sundae, strawberry cheesecake cups, mint blackberry tarts, or a red velvet cupcake? Mint blackberry tart. That does sound delicious. I'm going to go with a caramel cookie, brownie, a sundae. That is a mouthful. A midnight snack? Ooh. Were you hungry when you chose this? I am now. <laughs> <laughs> Chocolate bars, milk and cookies, fries, and strawberries. Uh, okay. TBH. I, um... I do dabble with uh, good old McDonald's fries post-work mm. sometimes. So I'll go with fries. I actually had a glass of milk randomly yesterday. Which I is still sell milk. 
<laughs> just kidding. The, which is the most, like, which is the first time I've had a glass of milk since I was probably five. It was delicious. Huh. I um, randomly ordered, I or, like, I ordered my groceries in my house, mm-hmm. and I randomly ordered um, cereal the other day and had, like, a bowl of cereal oh. with milk, and I was like, this shit slaps. <laughs> it's so good. Cereal is delicious. Who knew? Okay, I'm going to go chocolate bar. Okay, nice. <laughs> All that milk talk, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> and choose something to wash everything down with. So we haven't drank water at all or anything all, yeah. all day. Um, <laughs> vanilla milkshake, root beer, iced tea, or water? Vanilla milkshake. I'll do iced tea. I hate root beer. No, me too. I think it tastes like the smell of mothballs. It's disgusting. Yeah. Uh, who'd you get? I got President Barbie and Yasmin. No, you I didn't. I think it's the same answer. Okay, BuzzFeed, I'm, I'm going to write to that because this is ridiculous. Yeah. I got the same and we didn't answer a single one the same. I know. I wonder okay. how many are this. This is a disappointment. Yeah, I'm going to talk to BuzzFeed. I, I thought you were I'm going to talk to Mr. BuzzFeed. <laughs> <laughs> how rude of me, Mrs. BuzzFeed. <laughs> um, so, President Barbie and Yasmin, you are very brave. Even though you are kind of quiet, you aren't afraid to speak up for what you believe in. You're also pretty stylish. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> no, not that stylish. Well, <laughs> well, BuzzFeed, you let us down again. On that very disappointing note. <laughs> and we'll be back in, in two weeks with another BuzzFeed quiz. <laughs> we are nothing if not loyal to losers. <laughs> <laughs> Our job explained. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. All right. On that disappointing note, <laughs> we are done for this episode. As always, you can find us on Instagram at 50 plus a tip pod or email at 50 plus a tip at gmail.com with any questions, comments. We love getting them. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe to 50 plus a tip wherever you get your podcasts. And a huge thank you to our amazing sponsors, X9, which is a local Vancouver swimmer and exotic wear company that was started out of the love for creativity, art, and experimentation. It began in a showroom in 2018 located in the heart of East Vancouver and with the original spirit of the brand in mind to create fun and unique pieces for sex workers, dancers, performers, and the queer community to express their confidence and sexuality. Find them on Instagram at X9Bikini. Also, shout out to Livian Lash. Um, our lovely sponsor for bringing our lashes to life. Whatever your poison, simple classics, wispy, dramatic, colored, and even bottom lashes, Liz is truly a master of them all. You can find her on Instagram at Livian Lash. That's L-A-V-I-E-E-N-L-A-S-H. And let her know that 50 Plus A Tip sent you to get $20 off your first visit. Have a wonderful week. And happy whoring. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.